Welcome to the Work Camper Show, a podcast devoted to helping you discover how to finance your RV travel dreams. I'm Steve Anderson, the president of Work Camper News. Each one of our episodes will either introduce you to people who are already living the RV lifestyle or to opportunities to work short-term jobs. You'll also learn how to hit the road the right way and make the most of every opportunity. Now let's turn over today's show to your host, Greg Gerber. Thank you, Steve. Today I'll be interviewing the general manager of one of the largest Jellystone Park Camp Resort campgrounds in America, and he's hiring hundreds of people to work next summer. Today's episode is sponsored by Work Camper News. With its diamond and platinum membership tools, Work Camper News is much more than just a job listing website. When you put the tools of this professional service into action, you'll find out just how easy it can be to turn your work camping dreams into reality. The one-year memberships open the door to a one-stop shop for all things work camping. Being the original resource for work camping, you'll find the largest number of job listings, be able to connect with a community of work campers, and view resources compiled by experts who've been enjoying the RV lifestyle for many years. If you're serious about leading a successful and enjoyable work camping lifestyle, then a Diamond or Platinum membership is for you. You can even get started with a free 30-day trial by visiting www.workcamper.com dot com forward slash trial. Embark on new adventures today with the support of Work Camper News behind you. Travis Walsh is a general manager of Jellystone Park Camp Resort in Warrens, Wisconsin, which is almost located in the center of the state near Toma, where Interstates 90 and 94 split to head to various destinations on the West Coast. The park is nearly equal distance from Madison, Milwaukee, Green Bay, and Minneapolis, only an hour from the world-famous Wisconsin Dells. The campground has 415 RV sites, 162 cabins, and 42 tent sites spread over 130 acres of land. It includes a large water park and a wave pool, as well as a lazy river and a multi-level play structure. Next year, the park will be adding laser tag, as well as a Wibbit structure, which is a very large floating obstacle course. There are plenty of jobs for work campers to do, they can volunteer to be cross-trained into different areas, such as front office, maintenance, housekeeping, food service, retail store, special activities, and even lifeguards. They generally work 24 to 40 hours a week, and all jobs are paid between $9 and $18 an hour, depending upon the type of work performed. In fact, the campground will hire 200 people in 2023, which includes work campers, local residents, and foreign students. Work campers pay $500 per month for an RV site, but it includes full hookups and access to all of the park's amenities. Employees also get discounts on food, beverages, and items sold in the store. Work campers receive free passes to give away to friends and relatives who want to visit them at the park. Travis said managers do their best to schedule couples so they have the same days off every week. Teenagers over the age of 14 who are traveling with their parents are also able to work at the park. To tell us more about the work camping opportunities in 2023, please welcome Travis Walsh, the general manager of Jellystone Park Camp Resort in Warrens, Wisconsin, to the show. Thanks for joining me today, Travis. I really appreciate it. Tell me a little bit about this massive Jellystone Park in Warrens, Wisconsin. Sure, Greg. Thanks so much for having me. We are a, a large Jellystone Park here. We have 
about 400 plus or minus RV sites. We're about a 415. We have 162 cabins and we have 40 tent sites. Those are all spread out at about 130 acres that we have here. We also have a large water park on property, including a wave pool, lazy river. We have a multi-level play structure with several different slides. And then we're going to be adding a lot of new things this coming season, such as a, a Wibbit Pond, which is a large inflatable obstacle course that floats on water. Also, laser tag is coming new as well. So a lot of things to, to do for you and your family here. Absolutely. Sounds like it. it makes me think that you're attracting children and families. Is that correct? Yes, sir. It is a family-oriented park. I and mean, obviously, we have all the bears and the opportunities to be able to do unique things with them, such as bear tuck-ins we do. We also do it's where a bear can show up for you for your birthday or just a bear can show up to your site just for any reason. So a lot huh. of opportunities to see the bears. Oh, that's fun. Now, do the what type of jobs do the work campers do? As I said, we do have a very large property. So we have a lot of different outlets, a lot of different opportunities for various skill sets. We have anything from maintenance to our front office operations area, which is checking in, checking out guests, checking in different individuals into the RV sites, into our cabinets. We also have a restaurant on property. So there's a food and beverage aspect as well as our store that we have as well. So we have some retail. And then we also have our pool, as I mentioned before, our large water park. So we have lifeguards and then our housekeeping team as well. That's a very large, very important part of our park. How many work campers do you expect to hire in 2023? As it is our first or our second year, the park just got bought last year by Great Escapes RV Resort. So this is our coming into our second season. We want to get as many as we can. We do have around 20 plus or so work camper sites that accommodate people in their RVs that, that, that come up here. But those can be families of four or five that all work with us. So as many as we can take, we, we will take. Our goal is from 25 plus, hopefully, to fulfill our need for our staffing here fully staffed, we're around 200 is what we'd like to see. But unfortunately, like everybody, we struggle with that this year with hiring, but we hope to to help out uh, this year with with more work campers coming on site and enjoying the great things we have here at uh, Joystone Park. 200 work campers at one campground. That's pretty impressive. 200 total. Right. Part of that is local people and then, and then whatever work campers we can provide. And then we also have a J1 portion of that where we get students from overseas that come and work with us on a seasonal, seasonal level as well. So yeah, one big, huge, extended, extended family, if you want to call it mm -hmm. that. For many years, this particular Jellystone was the largest in the franchise. Is that still the case? No, there there are some that are larger now. I've heard that before. And like I said, it is our first year with the park, but there are some that, that are larger than ours as well. But it's definitely a large park and you can easily get lost as I have done many times when I first started here. That's right. Are your opportunities seasonal? I don't think you're open year round. They are seasonal for work campers. We have a year-round aspect to our park, but that is a different side of it, which is called Warren's Lodging. We rent out some villas that are just adjacent to the Jellystone Park that are open year-round, but it's very super seasonal and not too many bookings. So we have a real skeleton crew here, year-round employees. It's pretty much just management, salary, and a couple other employees that are here throughout the year. How many hours a week do the work campers? The work campers put in anywhere from about 24 to 40 hours is what we usually see with the work campers this year. But we're really flexible with what people want to work. But that's the trend that we'd like to see when we bring work campers on board. Because we are here, it's in the name, but we are here to work and we have plenty of that. And it's a very busy <laughs> season for us. <laughs> that's right. Some of the typical duties that people would be doing, could you describe some of those? 
You had mentioned the general overall kinds of things, but are they checking in guests? Yes. At the front office, they would be checking in campers to RV sites, to cabins, to some of our villas as well. They'd also be selling. We also do day passes here where people can come in that aren't necessarily that are either guests of of our campers or just individuals from the community that come in and we allow them to come in and use the park. So they would sell day passes as well. We also sell some firewood and ice here from the main office. It's those typical duties, typical typical kind of duties for them. Housekeeping is self-explanatory, cleaning all the cabins and going into the different park models as well. And then maintenance, it's, it's a very large, as I said, property. So there's a lot of opportunities in maintenance where it's just anything from the grounds crew that does the manicuring and, and, and on the zero turn tractors and making it really beautiful here. And then obviously the nitty gritty, getting your hands dirty and anything that goes wrong, getting that working in a, in a great order to have our guests have to be able to enjoy their time while they're here. Do the work campers get to drive the train? If the work campers are trained, yes, <laughs> they could possibly drive the train. The train is very popular. We have Choo Choo Rob, who drives our train right now, who's a, a fan favorite. But yeah, there, there's some training that goes into that because it's such a, a long and very situation there. But yeah, you would have an opportunity to do that if somebody wanted to and has experience in, in driving something that to that big. There's definitely an opportunity for that. We also do hay wagon rides so they could drive one of our tractors or our truck that pulls our large hay wagon when we do rides with either Yogi or Boo or Cindy for that matter that comes on the train with us in the hay ride. Are the work campers involved in any of the attractions such as the big slippery slide? Our racer slides that we have, I think is what you're yeah. referencing. We have a six person racer slide. We just have a, a lifeguards that, that, that work on that. We also have attendants that work on that. So you don't necessarily have to be a lifeguard to work on that, but if a work camper is a lifeguard, they could be up there and they could also be up there as an attendant. You don't need to be a lifeguard to touch the guests as they come down. The- yeah, absolutely. There'd be an opportunity for them in, in, in every role that I mentioned here in the beginning for them. Opportunities abound. And besides that, you've got a special events such as outdoor theaters and mini golf and things like that too. So are the work campers involved in orchestrating those or overseeing them? Sure. Absolutely. That's our activities team. And I don't know if I had mentioned that earlier and I apologize about that, but our activities team is such a big part of, of Jellystone Park. They do all the things, as you mentioned there, they do the different activities with the bears throughout the day. They do the theater, they do the movies, they do hunt golf. They do different types of events where we have a seasonal events, whether it's helping out in our haunted house that we had on the last couple of weekends, which was really exciting and a fun time here at the park to different holiday events. So we have very themed weekends here at Jellystone Park. And those are those are a big pull for us and a lot of opportunities and in, in activities for anybody to, to help out it. If Yogi is recovering from a food hangover, is it possible for a work camper to step in and fill his shoes? When people want to wake up Yogi, there is a pretty uh, training that has to go through f- for those individuals, but that is not off the table at all. We definitely have opportunities for people to wake up, wake up the bears. And that is definitely an opportunity. Yes, sir. Very good. And what kind of compensation do you provide the work campers? It is based on, we do hourly pay with our work campers. It is based on obviously the scope of the role and their experience. And then we also make sure to have a wage survey done and make sure that we are in line with what the area is is offering because we want to make sure that, that we're on pace with everybody in the local area, but also understand that we do have a very large staff as well. So we want to make sure that we're paying people for what they're worth absolutely and that we're getting getting the job done and also make it attractive to people because we really want people to come back and see us year after year. And we have a lot of work campers that do that already that have been here for years and years. And we like to see that continue. 
Do you have a particular wage range that people are paid? Sure. Any, anywhere from right now, like I said, it's probably a sliding scale of 9 to $10 an hour to about $18 an hour for maybe somebody that might be in some sort of a, a senior role or a lead role in, in whatever particular department that they're in. Do the work campers get a free campsite? They do not. We, we have our work campers pay $500 a month is what we have our work campers pay. What usually happens is one or two people, usually two people is usually our, usually the starting point is who comes in as work campers usually come in as a couple where one person, usually their, their check for the month pays for the site and the other person is fun money or whatever that case may be. And then sometimes we have, we also have families where five people work, but we do have a cost of that, but that includes everything. There's no additional fees for that. And that also gives you free passes for friends to come in and use the park on your days off. You have opportunity to use anything in the park as far as the water park goes and any activities like that. And then we also have discounts in all of our outlets for our work campers as well. That's nice. And so they can get discounts on food and go into the stores and buy things? Yes, sir. Yep. We have a 20% discount across the board. And you had mentioned that families were coming to work for you. Does that mean that people who are traveling with teenagers, the teens can get jobs? Yes, sir. In the state of Wisconsin, you can be 14 years old and work with us. They just need to do a work permit that their parents have to be involved in. So those individuals can come in. We have any, like I said, people from 14 to 84, I think, working for us, something mm -hmm. like that. But uh, we want to make sure that we have opportunities for all those. And we do have a lot of families that come in and have multiple different roles within our park. And we we, it's really exciting to see a whole family come in and everybody's working. You had mentioned that the work campers typically put in 24 to 40 hours. Is overtime available? I'm speaking from a GM level. I need to be, I need to be watching my finances as well. And overtime is, is a taboo word, if you will. But <laughs> no, there's definitely opportunity for that. Just the state that we've been in the last couple of years with struggles with hiring and being understaffed, there, there's definitely for overtime. And especially we want to make sure that any work camper that comes on board, that they're open to cross-training in other departments. And that person that's willing and able to cross-train in other departments would have a better opportunity of getting overtime because they would be more flexible in different areas that we would need them in. Do you cross-train all the employees? Anybody that's willing. We talk about that in the interview process, speak to their strengths first, what they're comfortable with, but then also give them other opportunities to be able to do other stuff that they may not have ever thought of before. And we've had a lot of people change their attitudes towards certain things, such as food and beverage, or maybe they didn't think they could work at a front desk and check guests or even do activities. Maybe they didn't think they were as outgoing as you need to be to do activities and, and to be exciting and, and be able to yell out bingo and mm -hmm. doing our large bingo games. But yeah, everybody's definitely thought of to do multiple things. I've talked to a number of work campers who really appreciate being cross-trained on different activities, especially at parks your size. So they can spend a couple of days in food service and a couple of days in activities, a couple of days in housekeeping or maintenance or whatever the case might be. Really gives them a lot of flexibility for job opportunities, and it's never boring, that's for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. What kind of traits or qualifications are you looking for in work campers? We're looking for work, people that are coachable, because we like to train. We like to hire people for their attitude and then train them on what they need. And there are some specific roles that we just don't want anybody running a chainsaw or driving a zero turn tractor uh, that hasn't done it before. But uh, a lot of these roles are, are easily trainable, but we really look for that enthusiasm. Those people that really are here to work, here to support the park, which is why we're here. And we're here for our guests and be able to give them the great, the best possible time that, that we can give them. 
Um, they, we want them to like to laugh. I'm the first one to crack a joke at any, in any chance that I can get. I like having fun at work. And also the main goal is to want to make memorable moments for our campers. And that's really a, a big thing for us here. That's great. The work campers, they don't need any special skills then in order to come to work for you. You provide all the training that they'll need for their job? We do. We provide all the training from the need. If they're in the food and beverage and if there's a surf safe program that they need to get involved in, we can handle that here on property. We have lifeguard training here on property as well. If they need to get certified to be a lifeguard, any other types of things that they would have to do, they can all do that here. Yes, sir. Because you folks deal with a lot of children, is a background check necessary for these jobs? Yes, it is. So we do background checks, our checks as well for anybody that's coming on board with us. And when do you begin recruiting for next season? As soon as the season ends, (laughs) I've already had several interviews with work campers. And since we are new and last year was our first season, I started 4th of July weekend, which I can comment that's the best weekend to start any busy RV park because you know exactly what you're getting into. After seeing that and getting through the season, knowing that some work campers just want to go to a different place every year, which I find it pretty unique and something I might do later on when I retires that ever happens it would be unique to go to a different park every year but then we have some people that really want to come back and come back every single year and we also like that as well so for us it's more of the awareness piece of yes we're a new company coming in we have a lot of great new things that we're building here and building up that culture and that's something that that i'm working on in the off season to be able to make it more attractive and for campers to want to come see us up here in, in wisconsin are the work campers the biggest aspect for your employment force, or do you get a lot of workers from the local area? It's a good mix from the local area. I would say the local area probably tops out the work campers slightly. And then we also, as I said, we have a J-1 element where we use students from overseas that go through the J-1 visa process with the U.S. State Department. They come in and fill some food and beverage and some housekeeping roles for us. But work campers are definitely a crucial piece because one of the great things that, that I like about work campers is they're usually very very flexible in their time and they can stay later. We also have a large student element, whether it's local or college or high school, and they go back to school and we're usually still open for several weeks, sometimes a month after that. So a lot of work campers are flexible where they can stay a little bit longer as well. And then some of them, I hope to be like this one day, are not price sensitive or they're not doing it to make money as well. Some work campers need to, and that's great, but then some of them aren't. And they just enjoy it and they want to do it. And if you give them a place to stay and give them some money and let them be off a couple of days and enjoy the surrounding area, that's all they want. So it's unique to see all those different levels of, there's so many different types of work campers. It's really unique for me being new to understand the different levels of work campers. And it's just exciting to be able to bring some of them on board with us. You had mentioned days off. Do you folks try and schedule people who are together, like a husband and wife, to have the same days off? Sure. We try our best to do that. Now, me personally, I don't get it. I get days off now when we're closed. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, we try to do that as much as we can. Obviously, our our busy times, that's when we need the people the most. But it's usually weekends. We tell everybody that's coming on board that all weekends are pretty much mandatory. Not that you're going to work every weekend, but all the weekends when people are here and when we're at our busiest. So usually during the week is when we try to get people days off, but especially the people that are either sharing a car or family, we try to get them days off together, at least one day off together, maybe of their two days off or however many days that they're working with us so they can enjoy the local area as well as our park. When does the season start for you? Second week of April, we start. We usually have some work campers come in before that. We can work on any kind of combination of arrival dates for work campers because we 
we're working today when we're closed. So there's always work to be done. It's just a matter of, of getting people in. And we do have an opportunity to be able to bring people in. But unfortunately, we have we shut the water off here in the winter months. So we need to have the weather to cooperate there in the spring for us to be able to bring people in a little bit earlier because we all need water. Sure. Now, is the campground closed right now? The campground is closed right now. Yes, sir. We closed last Sunday. The campground itself is closed. We're going through a closing process here where we, we do turn off all the water, kind of bring everything collectively into the office here. And then we have another part of the park that, as I said, is our Warren's Lodging, which is separate than Jellystone Park, but it is part of us that we have open year round, but it's very sporadic bookings over there and it's outside the park. So the work campers will be done working before Halloween as a general rule. Yes, this year. And as I said, this was our first year that we owned the park. We stayed open a little later than years past. It's usually the second week or the third week of October, but they will not miss out on Halloween because we do three Halloween weekends to finish out the year. So there's plenty of, of candy and scares for everybody, but <laughs> that we're never going to we'll probably stay open later than the second or third weekend in October. If I'm not mistaken, Jellystone goes all out for Halloween weekends with special we activities and events. We do. Absolutely. We had a great, and it's even going to be better next year because we had some stuff that was backordered, unfortunately, for some different animatronics and different uh, scare tactics that we have for our, we have actually a haunted basement, which I don't go down there much, but it, it is a great weekend. We had three weekends, a lot of fun, um, heard nothing but great things from all the campers that were able to come and visit at least that portion of it. We also do a not so scary version where the kiddos can go downstairs and all the lights are on. And then we have site decorations. The best decorations for RV site gets a free stay and the best park model site get, gets the same thing. We do a costume contest and just a lot of really unique things and trick-or-treating and just a lot of great things here to end the year. It's a lot of fun times, but unfortunately my kids that live here, they get to do Halloween every single weekend, and they have way too much candy right now. So I might need to do something different next year. <laughs> the dad tax for sure. <laughs> Very true. Yeah. Now you have several other fun theme weekends planned throughout the year, correct? Yes, absolutely. It's very heavily theme oriented for us throughout the whole year. As I said, in, in October, we have those three Halloween weekends, but we have anything from Jurassic weekend to our USA, our 4th of July weekend to you name it, we probably have it. So every weekend has a theme. We have Christmas in July as well. That's a really big theme that a lot of people come in and decorate their sites. And it's a really, really great time as well. So very heavily themed weekends here at Jellystone Park. And something that is specifically designed for chocolate holics, if I'm not mistaken. Very true. Very true. And one game that I want to tell everybody that wants to come and see us to play is our candy bar bingo that we play, which is a big hit where everybody brings candy bar and that's your wager. Whoever wins bingo gets a huge candy bar cachet to bring home to them. So very exciting time here at the park for candy bar bingo. What can people do in the area when they're not working? Sure. It's a, it's a really neat area here in Wisconsin. It's me. I moved from South Georgia, Northeast Florida, where I've been for about 20 years. So my family and I have been able to explore a little bit during the season, but now that we're closed, been able to explore even more. But we're very close to, you can get to the Mississippi River in under an hour and a half, which is a great sight to see. Chicago's only about three and a half hours away. Milwaukee's about two hours. Green Bay's about three hours. And then we have the famous Wisconsin Dells, if you've heard of that. Here in Wisconsin, it's only about 45 minutes away, which is the water park capital of the world, they call it. There's a 
tons and tons of water parks there. A lot of them are indoor as well. And then we have, which we're known for here, is our famous uh, Cran Fest, which happens in September of every year, where we have about 150,000 people that come to our small town of Warrens, which has a population of about 360. And so you can visit the Cran Bogs, which is very exciting. And you can do your ocean spray commercial where you can even put on the waders and wade out into the cranberries. That happens in September and even in the early part of October, which is really unique. And about, I think it's a little bit more than 60% of the world's cranberries comes from Wisconsin. Very unique. It's fun to be driving around the highways near there at in the fall when you see the red cranberries just floating on the water waiting for the harvest. It's such a neat thing. We did Harbor Fest this this year, the harvest days with my family, and we were able to see that whole process. And it was just a very surreal thing to, to see. If you're a cranberry fan, cranberries are actually very good for you. But if you want anything cranberry, you can find it here from cranberry soap to cranberry stew, from cranberry wine to cranberry chapstick. We They have it all. What's involved in the interviewing and hiring process? Sure. With nowadays, with the availability of being able to be online, we do a lot of Zoom Zoom calls. We like to do at least like one initial call. And that's usually with either myself being the GM or an AGM or maybe another department head. And then after that call, we usually do a follow-up call with possibly more people, maybe a panel. If it's just myself, maybe it's myself and then the actual department that they're interested in. So they can ask more specific questions to those, to those workers. And then at that point in time, if it feels that it's something that we both agree that we want to do, then we go ahead and send out, we have a kind of a contract agreement that we sent out for them to review and sign it and, and determine when they're going to come stay with us and move forward from there. What can a work camper do to really stand out in their application? Sure. We like people, as I said before, that, that have really, that have coachable attitudes that, that they can be able to work independently as well. Since we are such a large park, they may just get a task to do and they may have to do that on their own, possibly with maybe less supervision after they're trained. But then also we want to make sure that that personality comes through as well. I think for me, like I said before, being able to last, being able to be outgoing when you need to. And I know some of those roles, not necessarily, that's the number one topic that we're, aspect that we're looking for, but but obviously we're all, when we put on the Jellystone shirt, we're all representing the park. So when a guest sees you with your Jellystone shirt, we want to make sure that we're smiling and we're greeting them with a great, a great attitude. So for me, it's more of, it's more of attitude and being there to work and being there to make the park better is really something that stands out to me. Is there one thing you wish all work campers knew before they come to work? That is a great question. I think for me, you know, that what a beautiful way it is to see the country of ours as a work camper. If you've stayed with us for a while, or this might be the first time, I would just want them to soak it all in, to be able to see everything for what it is and be able to appreciate the time that they have here. And then also that they can share that with people. That's my biggest thing is before they come there, that they know that's what they're getting into. And then also do some research as well. Sometimes in, in my career, any place that I've ever gone, I've always wanted to research and research the area. As you said, I've gave them, as I've talked about a couple areas here that you could visit, but definitely do some research so you know the area and you know what you're getting into up here and we can go from there with it. Where can people get more information about the opportunity or fill out an application? The best thing for us to do, we also, we're very busy on the Work Campers News app and the, the website. So if you're not already on, on there, I would suggest to be on there. 
it's a great opportunity for us to reach out to you. But then you can also email uh, info at jellystonewarrens.com is probably the best way to reach out to us, say of your interest, and we can move forward from there. And then please, if you will, as I said, look up jellystonewarrens.com is a great opportunity to learn more about our park. That's great. This has been full of all kinds of fun information. And I know it's a fun season to be spending time in a Jellystone Park in the summer. So I hope folks take the opportunity to fill out applications and get them in right away. You're hiring right now. The season's over, right, for you folks? So get those applications in now because you'll hope to have everything, everybody hired by when. Oh, yes, sir. Absolutely. We are hiring. We want every, everybody to be hired as soon as possible. And we're going to continuously be hiring. Obviously, our work campers have to make different arrangements than that, say, somebody that's local. So we want to try to get the work campers in as soon as we can so we can get something confirmed before the beginning of the of next year. Wonderful. Thank you again for your time. I really appreciate it and wish you the best of luck in 2023. My pleasure. Thanks so much for the time. I really appreciate Travis Walsh, the general manager of Jellystone Park Camp Resort in Warrens, Wisconsin, for taking time to come on the show to discuss opportunities for hundreds of work campers next year. Travis said he's looking for people who are coachable with an abundance of enthusiasm because a work camper's primary job is to help families have a lot of fun during their stay by making memorable moments for them. The season usually starts around the second weekend of April and wraps up the second or third weekend of October. Just about every weekend has a special theme focused, such as a Jurassic Weekend, Chocolate Weekend, USA Weekend around July 4th, three Halloween weekends, Christmas in July, and one centered around the local cranberry harvest. Warrens is centrally located to a lot of fun activities. Minneapolis and the Mall of America is only about three hours away. Legendary Lambeau Field, home of the Green Bay Packers, is a little over two hours away and on the way to the super scenic Door County Peninsula. Capital City of Madison, which is home to the University of Wisconsin, is about two hours south. There are a lot of lakes, rivers, and streams for fishing and boating, including the mighty Mississippi River. Nearly every small town in Wisconsin has a festival of some type during the summer, and there are farmer's markets galore where people can buy produce fresh off the farm. Travis is hiring work campers right now for next summer season, so for more information or to submit an application, visit www.jellystonewarrens.com or look for their ad at workcamper.com. Today's episode is sponsored by The Dreamer's Journey. It's an online course and community produced by Work Camper News. Life is way too short to keep your dreams on hold, so don't be held back by fear because you were designed for more. Get started in the RV lifestyle the right way with this comprehensive guide. For just $29.95 for one year of access, Dreamers have unlimited viewing of 50 plus videos to learn things like what type of RV to buy, goal setting, how to budget for the adventure, developing a positive mindset, setting up a domicile and operating a small business on the road, plus everything about work camping and how to find the right job for you. Each video is 30 to 90 minutes long to give in-depth coverage on every topic. There's no wrong time to get started, so for more information, visit www.rvdreamersjourney.com. I have several interviews with employers coming up, so next week's show will feature one of them. Until then, thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Work Camper Show. If you like this podcast, please consider leaving a review wherever you download the episodes.